episode 140 of Fat Two Collecting One, but I won right here on Guy Epperson's Reinvention of Factions. The community for tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and all those curious stuff about the tattoo. We aim to educate and inspire one another to create better artwork and to leave the tattoo community a better place than how we found it through our live streams and real world events. We stream out most days of the week, so be sure to check out the full schedule of events as well with our professional development courses from over 20 world-class tattoo artists at reinventionofthattoo.com. You can also find the shows on our Roku channels and all your favorite podcast platforms. So search for Reinvention of That Too and you'll find us on Real quick, just want to say thank you to the sponsors to make it all possible. Thank you to Live Tattoo Events, which has a large, it's most comprehensive resource of tattoo events going on in the world right now. Tattoo Now, technology for tattooers. They're the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattooers of all levels, as well as our affiliate with the Fireside Tattoo Network and the Apprenticeship Center. And lastly, we just want to say thank you to Guy Atchison. He makes it all possible. He's the founder and inspiration behind the reinvention of that tattoo community. You can go to guyatchison.com to get your copy of the Biomech Encyclopedia, instructional DVDs, original oil paintings, and custom toilets. So if you're enjoying the knowledge we're sharing, be sure to share another video and watch more. And on and on. Wow, that was wonderful. What's up, what's up? I think that was one of our better intros, Kyle. Great job. Thanks. No stutters, no stammers. <laughs> Neither of us have to yell at you for anything. Uh, I have to use the wrong word. One, two, is zero. I was trying to pick up your slack the other day. I was trying to channel my inner inner Ben and give Kyle a hard time, but it didn't work out very well, did it? it you know, it doesn't come as natural. It just felt to me. a little too relentless. <laughs> too <laughs> relentless. <laughs> too forced. Sounded like you didn't mean it. Well, the trick is authenticity, you know. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah, like you have to genuinely just not give a shit about the other person's feelings and just drill. <laughs> I'm glad I have that support. Hey, Welcome to bullying. So pick up with me. It's like a true dysfunctional family. <laughs> Don't worry, Boo Boo. You fall. I won't even let your niece hit the ground. I'll put these people. <laughs> I got you. Forward. 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 Oh man, we're off I to an awkward from a start already. Of love. <laughs> Every time. If I'm not teasing you, just that means I don't like you. Really we should I can do all the time. <laughs> Wish it's hot enough for alcohol in the middle of the day and not even notice. Is anybody else I mean, that? It is hot today. Yeah. I don't keep my house very cool, but like I have my little window unit air conditioner that keeps it like comfortable. And I went outside this morning and I was like, wow, that is a noticeable difference. Like I was comfortable with a hoodie on and then I walked outside <laughs> and I was not comfortable anymore. Yeah, I used to think my air conditioning sucked and then it hits 90 outside. And you walk in and you're like, oh, <laughs> this is a lot more comfortable than I thought it was. Um, Sarah and I went hiking earlier today. We went to Innes Metro Gardens, yeah, north of town. Yeah, I uh, not sure. I feel like maybe I had been there, but not yeah. explored the whole park. You but there with me. Okay, well, <laughs> that's where we went. That's where we went. Um, Another life ago, I used to have a condo that backed up to the back side of that park, so we used to be able to come oh, out the park. Yeah, we used to be okay. able to come out of my back door and literally like uh -huh, giggity. And uh, like take this little trail back into that black park. It was nice. One of my so you can show me all the secret stuff. trails. Um, there's secret trails that you don't want to take. Let me tell you, because mm -hmm. you just end up in the back of somebody's house, 
for the back of the golf course by the municipal building. Oh, Not that I've done that one, but I've done that one. Okay. Okay. Um, we were by like the secret garden area. We just hiked back to that little area and chilled. <laughs> uh, Sarah's sitting here right off stage, my sister. Um, she got all kinds of cool pictures. I took some cool slow motion videos of some flowers. Like they were doing cool things, but they were just existing. Cool. It's a rad like in the cut, out of the cut kind of spot. Like you're kind of middle of the hood and then you're like, oh shit, there's a giant ass park. Yeah. It's a good spot. Yep. It was a pretty good way to spend the day. We were only there like maybe an hour and a half. Not too terribly long, but it was a nice little like, I'm not even going to call it a stroll. We just kind of wandered. There right. was no like pace. Uh, <laughs> like hung out. out. <laughs> yeah, 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 we just LB and I decided lollygag. to go camping yesterday and uh, it was sick uh, this morning when we woke up and it was like seven and we were both kind of already like <laughs> you want to you want to get the fuck out of here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Maddie, yeah, yes. look at you. Got some atoms sticking out. I got some atoms sticking out. I don't. Oh, yeah. We haven't had the Adam Brant's tribute day in a while. Now we could add Addie, add Maddie to that mix. Add Maddie to yeah. Adam. It's all because of his painting. As soon as I saw his painting, I was like, oh, that's where, that's where Biomet goes for my brain. I yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. So. He put cool little goobers in there, and I'm sure he's going to put a bunch more. Like, we talked about little bugs we're going to put in there, like, make it cool, like little fairy boots. Nice. The goal. We're going we used back to, in September. back in the early days of the show, we used to, like, call ourselves the unofficial Adam France fan <laughs> club. Because, uh, like, Jordan was getting worked on by Adam. I've got a bunch of Adam work, and it seemed like every guest that we had had uh, Adam yeah. work for the longest time. So it was like the unofficial, official Adam France fan club, except, except for Ben. I have zero Adam France tattoos. He's got some room. Uh, what about the side of your foot I've right there? I've probably known Adam longer than 98% of people. You have known movie. Adam longer than me. Smells. You got toes <laughs> on the side of foot. Still mess up, man. Zero Adam tattoos. Um, <laughs> he did my tootsies. He's very This efficient. is the thing. This is the thing. If I were to request Adam to do a tattoo for me, I would ask for the most non- Adam France tattoo of all time. Like pizza, Steve? I'd be like, bro, what is some dumb shit you just want to do? Pizza, pizza Steve. Steve. Um, because, like, I love his work, and I'm not in, in any way, shape, or form dissing it, but you know Adam from across the room. You see his bio, and you're like, I know that motherfucker, too. Like, it's, it, it is so well done and so well thought out <laughs> and so meticulous that, like, when you see other people's bio, it's almost, I don't want to say lacking, that's not the right word, but it doesn't, it doesn't hit the nose. And he's the only person that does robotic biomech. However, Absolutely. his stuff has uh, it, it, different it qualities. That are, yeah, it, Watching it, him do it's crazy, like the way that he like, he's like crosses, like he just like closes his eyes and feels my foot. And he's like, yeah, like that's what's supposed to be there. You know what I mean? Like he has no idea, just Sharpies and was like, this is what needs to happen. And when I looked at it, I was like, oh yeah, no, that's. Yeah, it feels like it's in there forever. Like that was supposed to be on my leg. Um, the, the the coolest time I've ever spent with Adam was watching him do a line drawing, sharpie drawing on somebody else, and it was one of those just kind of like, I understand you now, bro. Like he, it was very just like you're saying. Yeah, he felt where what needed to go. Yeah. He he literally just was like, 
he just like looks and you can tell he's like <laughs> letting things develop in space you know we he'll just get that what look. world we wanted it to be from and then he was like yeah i got this this is what it needs to look like and then how would that function in this world we kind of talked about it was basically i was like this painting that you have going on and it's exactly what i need something <laughs> like that it's like real weird and crazy and colorful and bright like all this stuff very new schooly bio is what i wanted yeah. And like the ideas that he's put on there, I'm like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping for. And then immediately after our first session, it was like a couple of days later, I was like, yeah, so I'm having him do both legs and like both my shins to toes now, I guess. I'm gonna go ahead <laughs> and dedicate that uh, limb to. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, what, like just, I don't know. This looks like it's supposed to be the little fairy boots. Little fairy boots. I love the crazy faces <laughs> creeping up. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I would, uh, I'd get some Adam stuff, but I'd definitely ask him for um, something out of the box, something out of his normal Robomech. I don't mm -hmm. know what to call it. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like, not that I don't love that, but it just doesn't fit my collection very well. And um, I like being like, oh yeah, well, I've got script from Rich Cook. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I like pulling off the, oh yeah, well, Vaughn gave me because I'm special, some significant tattoo that she would give somebody else. You know what I mean? Like I have a client with a huge leg that's all black and gray that we've started. And you're like, and they get black and gray. Yeah, you don't I'm get like, black and gray. The funny things about Adam is if we really talk about him as an artist, like let's stop fan boy and girling. And like one of the things about Adam is he's incredibly versatile. There's oh, probably yeah. not a style he hasn't tattooed oh, and yeah. tattooed as good or better as anybody else you could name. What does he choose to do, though? Daydream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of my. That's why I like to get the uh, non-typical tattoo artist tattoo. It is kind of like a chance to flex, mm -hmm. you know. You know, like, he can hey. he can do anything and everything. That's why I love like showing off my pizza seat because you wouldn't if you saw all of Adam's work and you saw that you wouldn't think it was his. But he had a whole flash sheet of pizza Steve's. Mm -hmm. I had to get the one with sunglasses. <laughs> I just thought of what I wanted to do for your tattoo. Bring it. Talk about it like a group. Come on. Because <laughs> you might tell me no and I need There to is no no. <laughs> we work through this together. If that is the face you are making about it. <laughs> How so, much room do I have? About, about yay much. <laughs> All right. So hear me out. I'm listening. You're like, like <laughs> think about like a pinup girl, right? Sitting on a waffle and she's like got like she's like dressed kind of waffle housey. She's like here if we can do more traditional to keep it really fun. Oh y'all sit to be like oh like very classy but sexy waffle house lady on a we waffle. need to add something, okay? <laughs> if you're gonna do butter on the side, like open fair. Because you know if, if that's the way you're gonna go with it, but to throw in a uh, Waffle House homage, you got to have like some well done hash browns on the plate next to the waffle. Yeah, so, yeah, like yeah. waffle plate, hash browns. Listen, in the I want to take it well far. done. I'm going to fill that crispy. spot. I'm going to do like the little checks in the back and like, make the checks kind of like disappear as my filler. Yellow and black. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be waffle healthy, but not like waffle healthy. But I think if we made like a fun little like pin up with the. <laughs> it is your world. Okay. <laughs> I am written space. Okay. Okay. It's like if, my, it's like we're doing. That's what we're doing. it's like if Gil Elfgren, you know the like pinup painting yeah, 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 yeah. master. If Gil Elfgren were to draw the stereotypical like 
lot lizard <laughs> that's where we're at that's what my brain is thinking she's gotta have you know the woman i gotta can't, have jorts can it just be peggy so, no the woman that i'm basing <laughs> i mean is the the waffle house lady who like flipped the chair back at the first minute <laughs> that's what i'm basing <laughs> the grab in midair yeah, she, like grab like, that's who i'm ma- making it off of so like i want her to have like tattoos like she's gonna have a chair tattoo somewhere it's gonna be really cute i'm excited for you <laughs> i'm excited for me my favorite thing is watching an artist get pumped on their own shit. Like, if I can give you a outlet to be like, oh my God, this is going to be fun. Kind of the same thing, like, when you, like, if I were to approach Adam, it would be the same thing. Like, I want you to do something that you don't normally get to do that's out of the realm that you make that face about. <laughs> because that means me as a collector, A, I'm going to get a better tattoo. B, it's going to be a more fun experience. And then I'm going to have a unique piece that nobody else has. Oh, yeah. That we're both excited about forever. I, I want to, yeah. I'd rather you have that, like, ah, I tell everyone that about my, like, what I want out of tattooing. And they're like, well, what's the whole thing? All I want to do is just be able to, like, smoke weed and draw things that make me giggle all day long and anything else that falls after that's really cool but like that's my goal i just want to make really cool things that we just giggle about we really like and just do those things very well and just hang out i have a great space where i don't have any like stress or drama here i can just like hang out and do things that make me giggle and then walk it around everyone and go <laughs> and, and everyone else does like very serious beautiful work here and i get just like what <laughs> like the other day, I did a jellyfish that had like a, a, a okay, peanut butter well, sandwich, and then it had the jiff jar. <laughs> but that that jellyfish was baller as fuck. Can we start there? Could you pull like, these up, yes, Kyle? You did a jellyfish. Did you see the jiff jar? But it was baller as fuck. Are you kidding me? Like I loved him so much. I, I actually do that on with Sharpies. Um, Jeff inspired me. He was like, just draw it. I was like, okay. My friend came in. My favorite part is the the mother of my god baby came in to visit me when I was at ink therapy she was like hey uh I want a jellyfish because I need some serenity in my life like I need something like that's kind of the symbol just a symbol I said all right but can what if well hear me out is he hungry like can he have a sandwich <laughs> and that's all I said and I wasn't planning anything after that I was, I was going to give him a subway sandwich originally I was, like, wasn't sure what I wanted to do I just wanted to have some lunch and then I was like wait what if I do it's peanut butter and then if you look he's like holding and like switching the the jelly on the sandwich <laughs> and holding the jet. there's there's intentionally no jelly in that peanut butter sandwich he's just like really about peanut butter like that's yeah a- he's a jelly <laughs> fish he need no jelly he's so he got it covered <laughs> but she was like what are we doing my favorite part about it was like when i freehand stuff on i'm just getting like a general idea of where things need to land and it is not like a, a a comp like this the sketch would make people like what's this exactly oh so that's a jelly (laughs) so i she walks through and i'm like no you know she's like gonna go look and then i'm like all right you can get the placement i was telling her how things are gonna go and like what i was thinking and then people are like let me see it because everyone's being really supportive it was my first tattoo that i did there and they're like oh cool and like none of them have really seen my work so their faces made me giggle a bunch and they kept coming and they're like Oh, one of them was like, I didn't realize that wasn't an outline earlier. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Wow. Sometimes um, I'm drawing on my clients like that because I'll usually go with like a yellow marker and I'll make my grid and then I like build up like light to dark markers. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just get through like yellow and like a light, super light blue, and I'll be like, I mean, I can keep drawing to show you what this is going to be, but I like, do. I'm ready to start yeah. if you're cool. Like, I can yeah. keep drawing if you want to see it, but like, or I can just tattoo That's it and save us time. so much is for the other person. I don't need to know where those details are going to lay. I'm already going to put them I in. Like, I'm already putting them in on my own right now. I like the I reveal. Put it on your body. I like yeah. the reveal sense of it. 
the um i didn't get to see every detail now when you're done like oh shoot that's dope. Look at that little thing. i like the i like getting tattoos i haven't seen yeah i like, like walking and being like that's what we're doing fucking run it i'm going way too hard when you're like more things keep popping in my noggin run it I'm really dude. run it <laughs> run it you just you tell me whenever your ideas stop i need a I need some time with you soon. Okay. <laughs> we can definitely make that happen. Oh, this is going to be Waffle House wonderful. So I want there to be so, like, you knew exactly what I was looking for with the pen up. You were ready. Oh, yeah. You were locked in of what I meant. No, gonna have but a also, right like, if, girlfriend's name. but if there was a song playing, it would be Eminem's White Trash Party. And no shame. Because I've just got a lot of Waffle House waitresses' girlfriend's name neck tattoos when I first got started. So that's like always going to click in my brain for Waffle House waitresses. Coalition. It is. It clicks. A lot of their girlfriend's names right here. Cute. What's funny is I still get the where to tattoo. <laughs> You've known me for nine years now, Waffle House people. <clears throat> I don't. I always tell people oh. I'm a dentist. It's my favorite. Like when I don't want to talk about it, like, what do you do? And they, they know what they're waiting for. And I'm like, I'm a dentist. And they're like, whoa, that's crazy. You're the most fun looking dentist I've ever seen. And I'm like, yeah. I really loved having like a five or six syllable uh, title at my last oh, job. Yeah, that's good. And people were like, what are you doing? I'd be like, <laughs> and rattle off, you know. And the assistant's <laughs> best friend's cousins. <laughs> my favorite is just throw an executive in there for no reason. <laughs> just good times. <laughs> so what do you do, actually? Glad you asked. <laughs> Looking for my next patient as we speak. No. <laughs> so, have you seen American Mary? Because that's what that's all like a little bit. No, I haven't. I've checked that out. As mm -hmm. soon as I finish this thing that I'm building over here, we'll, we'll uh, pull up the uh, footage from the Tattoo Collectors Expo Ooh. last weekend. It's I, just about the collectors. Yeah. Well, fuck you guys. You. Oh, wait, I'm the collector. Yeah. No, I'm not the artists. It's, it's about the collector. Oh, you got it? <laughs> mm. I was just going to stand up and hit so play. So what else but... did you do while you were in um, Indy? So I was just being spoiled the whole time and hanging out with chickens and like eating veggies and stuff from his cool greenhouse that he showed us kind of oh, like ish. Yeah. Got to go in there. We hung out and picked green beans and squash and zucchini and I picked some tomatoes and eggs from the coop. Thank you. Mm. I got to do like thank you, thank you. magic things with my eggs. Love that. Mm. Yeah. And then when I got there, if you are visiting there, even if you don't, I have a lot of clients in Indiana, but I could comfortably go without making any appointments. And mm -hmm. he said, like he had walk-ins the whole time. Like it was pretty consistent. Yeah. Um so having some clients to get there is great, but I would have been able to be just fine, like on a spot. And then I got spoiled by having the cabin to myself, but didn't have to pay for that. They just like gave me this whole cabin with snacks in it that I tore up some snacks. I, got, <laughs> I was like, don't, next time, don't put them in here because I feel bad because they're gone. <laughs> he left stuff for s'mores. I didn't even make s'mores. Where's the chocolate? Eight. I don't know, dog, gone. I was like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I tore it up. He was like, it's cool. I have more snacks. I was like, do not. Don't do it. Please. We so, smoke too much and then just add too many snacks in there. I have, I don't know <laughs> if Chris has shared any pictures or anything online, but I've been on uh, FaceTime with him where he was walking through his guest house. Yeah, I was And he's got here. like yeah. tattoo memorabilia. Yeah, and... It was so cool. He has all of the posters in there, uh, like the Indie Expo posters. Mm -hmm. 
and then like some cool flash and his plan is for guest artists to start bringing or making like while they're there a piece of artwork to hang in the guest house so then it's like part of it's like I want to stay there but also I want my art hanging in there and then when people come to visit they can see all the different artists that come through in therapy and that's really cool so it's it's set up beautifully in there it felt like a little house I didn't want to leave I was like next time I'm gonna make a little bit longer of a trip it's kind of nice you know one of the <laughs> and you're out in the middle of nowhere there's like trails you can go hike on and it's just like you're by yourself but also close enough I'm a baby and sometimes the woods make sounds and I was close enough that I could run over to Chris's house like if there was an if there was an issue like I'm not <laughs> but, but like far enough she away sometimes the woods make sounds <laughs> I need some help sometimes because it's scary out there. To live in them. It's I, okay. Listen, we'll talk about it later. All right. Don't be scared of his woods, but also be cautious. <laughs> it makes sense. One of the things I love about Chris <laughs> is that he's like, not only is like he a, like a tattoo history buff, but like you said, he wants the artists that stay there to make pieces of art. He's yes. It's not like he's only a history buff, but he's actively trying to capture history as it's happening yeah, and it's preserve beautiful. it. And a lot of people don't think like that. Like we look at like Derb's bookshelf and Derb's collection of things, and you know if he was, I mean he could probably put a really rad history show together yeah. just off of his things but chris is like not only a collector of these things but he's also an advocate of like learning tattoo history and learning where we came from because there's a lot of people like me i didn't do an apprenticeship and there are people that either didn't do an apprenticeship or did an apprenticeship with somebody who didn't teach them the history and didn't teach them the community of this and like the underlying like connection and brotherhood that we've all had all along that's why I think it's important to learn the history. I don't think it's important yeah. to necessarily learn the history of every single industry, but because of the heart and the connection and tattooing, that's where the history is so special. Because like, yeah. if it wasn't for somebody like Marty Holcomb tattooing Sunset since 1972, mm -hmm. there wouldn't even be a lane for me to do it. I was talking about that the other day where I was like, it's really weird to think about, you know, everyone's like, oh man, all the artists these days are just getting good so fast. It's because of who's teaching us and who's around us. And the fact that Get here, if stuff. you look at my, if you look at my work from before I got here, you work, look at my work when I got here, it's pretty crazy to see all the change that was made because now when I have a question, I don't, I can just go, you have hey, an answer. You can and, anybody, answer. endless, everybody, you know, and I can go, hey man, kind of having this going on or, hey, I was thinking about this. I'm kind of trying to work on this. And I have so many different point of views from people who've been doing this so long and the people who taught them you know like right. they gave them that pathway that made it easy for them to do that like i need to know those things and i didn't like you said i didn't have access to that information conventions were the way that i got to start to learn that and then being here talking with you guys i mean i could tell you like some of the tattoo history in the town that i came up in like i could yeah. tell you like the whole handful of artists who tattooed before me and who taught who and like right. but it's pretty easy to trace the lineage back to 1991 mm -hmm. you know like before that there really wasn't a tattooing scene in that area so to right. speak so to know like you know at that point each state might have only had a handful of tattooers you know where now each small town has a handful of tattooers right. and each big city has hundreds of tattooers so when i managed uh, the street shop um my first, we're here in columbus my first day walked in and uh got the uh do you know who stony sinclair is kind of like oh i see you're wearing an acdc shirt name five songs type of moment yeah mm -hmm. and i was like yeah like I, I mean like i know who he is but he was like wrong answer and they gave me the stony nose book 
and were like, go in the back and read the book until someone gets you. No one got me. My first day ever working at a tattoo studio, I read that book like 500 times. And it's funny that Ben mentions Stoney because Stoney taught Marty, who, (laughs) you know, we talk about like Stoney taught Marty, who taught taught Kevin, who taught my original tattooer, Wes. Oh, there's a Tim in there somewhere. And I'm sorry if I'm screwing up the lineage because Tim also worked with Derb. Derb, where that connects my original tattoo artist and Derb down through the same lineage. And that's what's really, really super fucking cool, especially about Columbus. If you know your roots, you can trace 90% out of names in Columbus back through one of those five people that I just said. Yep. And then and that back is to Stone. exactly why, like those people are exactly why the scene in Columbus has grown the way that right. it has. It's like, you know, a grandfather that has a prolific amount of grandchildren and then great grandchildren and the expectations are all so high because there is that like historic lineage and you've got to make proud those that came before you you know it's a special thing joey knuckles how many shops does he own now Three thousand and five. he is the tattoo buff in (laughs) columbus he's the tattoo shop collector history buff in columbus (laughs) again linked through dan wesley linked back to stoney just from a handful of generations so it's really it's really cool for me to just sit back and kind of take it all the way back because i can do that with the majority of people i know and who i've collected from but like as a collector you can sit and look at this art that you love and you can see like all of the all of the artists that have worked on you for the most part all of their lineage streams right back to that same like family tree if you will but all the work on you is so different you know, you, I don't know, I guess maybe you could throw me in that lineage as well. I've worked with Marty and Derb for a long time now. So if that counts, like, absolutely, you know, I'm but still learning and still that's growing. That's how it works. You, you never stop learning. That's worked with. You never stop learning on anything. And, and I, I feel like influences are a lot more available nowadays mm-hmm. um, with the social media and the access to the infinite images on the interwebs where in comparison to 30 fucking years ago when you had to have seen insert landscape here and have a reference photo to be able to be like hey this is the landscape that i want now you just google it boop, 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 and, the, and the image comes up the homework is done where back in the day that's not how it was like mm-hmm. so, so to watch the art develop and how the art is passed like how whip shading's done and how oh well this is when they started blending these colors is because of this person's influence and yeah there was only six colors then and you can tell that now when they started influencing the or interjecting these new colors how it completely changed the influence of the art and from this point on to this point now it's been able to grow in this direction like i like watching it you getting excited it's cool. you getting excited it's funny. one of the cool things I, I like i get like it makes sense to me i'm kind of proud of yeah, when we when we talk about building our designs with pride, there's this thing that happens. Like, obviously, I do a lot of nature stuff. I also do like a lot of things where I'll pull several nature photos together and I'll build a landscape out of those. Like, you know, sometimes it's freehand, sometimes I lay it out ahead of time. But one of the challenges is when somebody's like, I would like this kind of landscape. And then I can just like pick out like what scenery they're imagining. And then if I have my own photo to work with, then it's still 100% original. I'm not counting on some other photographer that I don't know. Sometimes I have to. Right. But like when I happen to be like, oh no, 
I remember this trip up to Cuyahoga and I can pull down the perfect rock formation and waterfall and the way these light rays were breaking down the tree. Hold on. I don't organize my photos. This is going to take a minute. But then you get to pull up that <laughs> reference and, and think about all of the landscapes that Marty has done ahead of you. And you get to use his groundbreaking work in the very beginning of how to lay light and color and shadow and all that stuff mm -hmm. in what you're doing with your new reference. That information wasn't available like that unless you had learned it directly from a fucking person mm -hmm. 10 15 years ago so like i think we take our um lack of lineage now for granted because the google has become where our references come from you know while we're Not talking about it art. and since marty's come up a few times in conversation already i feel like one of the things that would be cool to talk about is how marty's been tattooing since 72 right is that right I believe, I believe. Okay, we're going to say 72. I'm pretty sure that's right. So just say early 70s in case we're wrong. Back in the early 70s, what kind of tattoos were being done? You had American traditional, you had Japanese traditional, and you had like, you know, I guess flowers and banners and things like that are going to be in the American, American traditional. traditional. Yeah. So basically what you had, what everybody was being taught was you put the outline in, a third black, a third color and then let that skin breathe they had six colors to work with and the needles were all like hand soldered so they were very inconsistent they were using the same needles they were sterilizing them using them over and over again so knowing that the needle quality wasn't what it is today you know the lines are going to get thick so the tattooers in that day had to make everything very simplified it's almost like thinking like gra a graphic designer like you don't draw every detail of the skull you draw the most important details of the skull you draw the most important lines of the skull so that if somebody's across the room they can identify that it's a skull and in doing things bold like that you know that they're going to stay on the test of time you know that they're going to travel well you know they're going to wear well you know they're going to hold up to the sunlight and then the idea of just doing black in those simple colors i mean that is all that was available, but in knowing how much black to use, you knew how not to make something that was gonna like wash out into a smudge. Right. Right. So then along comes Marty Holcomb. He's like, fuck you. He's like, oh no, I can do this like a painting. I can just outline it and color it beautifully and build contrast and I can mix Layers. colors and I can apply color theory like a painter. and. I'm not saying he was the only person that thought like that, but he made a movement for himself. There are people that got tattooed by Marty years ago and they're still proud of it and they right. still show it off. And you can still tell it's Marty Holcomb work because there's there wasn't anybody else tattooing like that then. A couple like you could back, see I had an early Marty Holcomb collector as a boss. So it was really cool. And I'm talking, it goes that way. I don't know who put that way. Um, he had two rib panels, half sleeves, back, like a lot of Marty work. And it was one of the very few times you got to see that much work in, in the wild. Oh, here we go. You know? Thanks, Kyle. Because color saturation like that what just wasn't done like that in the 70s. Nope. Like, so nope. to even see like the early 90s stuff where he was pushing the color gradient and pushing like the use of black behind color one of the things like, that i love stuff. there if you look at that top fish i love the way he just slams those like oranges and yellows next to those purples and somehow it doesn't get muddy that's the magic in marty and that's just because he just 
knows what he's doing. He's a wizard. I, and I see the colors he works with. So he'll build something like this with like four colors on his palette. Ha, I'll ah, see like ah. hot pink. And I'll be like, you don't even have a pink out. Where did that come from? He, it's just like he makes hot pink out of like purple turquoise and yellow. It's, he just smiles. Yes, you right. You, you, <laughs> you Merlin'd that in there. Yes, you did. Um, but it's really, it's really special to be able to work around Marty because you know we see his work now, and you know the things that we're capable of with the equipment that we have and the colors that we have. Mm -hmm. Tattoos look like this a dime a dozen, but his work that's twenty years old and thirty years old looks, looks just like this. like this, and it has these amazing unlimited palettes, just like the stuff he's doing now. He was the first person that I watched like gradient the color in like a like a spectrum on a tattoo uh -huh. and it was one of those like i didn't know you could blend <laughs> i i know blendy blendy was a fit <laughs> and he was killing that so yep sorry accidental marty hokum fan club hey we can we can marty deserves it i was with a magical druid the other day and uh with ananda and someone said uh where do you work and i said red tree and i said oh marty Holcomb." And I said, yeah. And they said, yeah, my dad has worked from him, whatever. And it's like, he's like, yeah, I would really like to come. And I was like, you need to come and just look at all the artwork we have of his hanging up on the walls. And mm -hmm. so I think he's going to come here soon just to like do you the same thing, fangirl about Marty. I was like, you need to come see this stuff. It's crazy. You want to talk about the most nerve wracking day ever worked at Red Tree for Ben Thomas was the day they were like, hey, you're going to hang Marty's art on the wall today. And I just went, huh? no, no. I, I would that's the only thing I was like I'm not I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bit I dropped an original Marty down the stairs oh. I'm gonna cry oh I thought you, if, you did I was like if if, if if I was like you quit it but that's what they said they were like hey hang your ladder over the side of these steps now, and well thanks for joining us built my new arm wrist where's your birthday August 23rd I'm invited to my party yes parties give me all them deets you want to join us with a microphone in case you want to join the conversation <laughs> no. yeah so when we just like casually mention that like we work with marty holcomb and he's upstairs and da -da -da, like it really is a big deal i remember being tattooed at hell city and rich stopped mid stroke and was like that's motherfucking marty Holbrook. and like i didn't know then you know what i mean super early in my collecting years um and like he stopped what he was doing to stand and like shake his hand and be like hi sir how um love you uh hero uh hi and marty just smiled just, and was like hey, <laughs> nice you guys are doing tattoos when at the time he was doing the, the dr jekyll mr hyde piece that i have these big swatches of like oranges and purples and um very up his alley you yep. know and it was pretty cool it's pretty cool man but that's how i got to be the wizard the wizard so we've got Sarah joining us over here. What? She's got a new addition to her household in this little box. She'll be taken home with her. So it's a wrap. If we get done, that's what it is. 
not last weekend, but weekend before, I had the chance to go down to Dallas to the Tattoo Collectors Expo. So I was thinking maybe if Kyle wanted to pull up that Instagram and maybe we could talk about some of the pictures and stuff that they've been sharing. Um, One of the things we've been kind of mentioning over the last few weeks is that I feel like it's more helpful to do our recaps, not the following Thursday, but the next Thursday, because then all the professional photographers that have been at the show have had a chance to get photos in. The show promoters have had a chance to do their recaps. So I feel like we just have more material to share if we wait a few more days. So it's one of those, like the solution to better content is just wait a moment. Just hold on. Yeah. Yeah, it's already passed, and we got a whole year to talk about it. Same so as- we go not the following weekend, but the next. We have uh, a little bit more to uh, to talk about and work with. Oh, look at the anglerfish! It really was a great show. I don't know if I specifically saw this piece or not. There, You know how, remember months ago when I was like, I want to challenge all artists working at conventions to actually set up so people can see what you're working on? Because uh-huh. like, why go through all this if you're going to hide in the corner? Yeah. Just like turn the other way around so people can see what's up. With everybody like, hidden in the corner? If I can see what's up, I can like video it and share it and get your name out there and like do the things, you know? Was this another one of the shows where everyone was hidden in the corner? Not everyone, but... But yeah? Yeah, not start, everyone. But there were a lot shoes. of people that were really, really, like, showing their work off and did set up to show it off, set up in such a way that they could work and talk to people at the same time. And I'm like, this is what this is what it should be like. This is what you should prepare yourself for if you're working at a show. And that's not me as a tattooer saying that. That's me as like a tattoo convention enthusiast. That's me as a collector who's potentially looking for new artists I'd want to work on me and look up to. And I say we just start calling people on it. I'd love to see your tattoo. But... <laughs> your shoulders. Nice t-shirt. I don't know why I just yelled into the microphone. Well, your microphone's over there, but you you do have a bellowy voice. You know that. Mm. You know that. Uh-huh. Yalzi was one of the judges all weekend. Oh yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Is he doing good? He, he seemed like he was doing good. Uh, he was nothing but smiles all weekend. Um, I definitely and enjoy somebody that just loves to sit and watch the crowd as much as I do and it was kind of cool there because he you know there were definitely people that knew him but there were a lot of people that didn't know him so he could really just sit there and observe and you know a few years ago Yalsi really stood out of the crowd with all of his face tattoos like once he took that leap but nowadays like if you tattoo your face tattied right so like even though at one point he was instantly recognized because of his face tattoos. Now it's just, oh, there's another guy with face tattoos. And a lot more commonplace. But, but Yalzi's awesome. Uh, what, does he put on the Puerto Rican convention? I am not sure. I know but he, he does is a, a uh, wonderful tattoo collecting enthusiast. I think he's on like the third layer of his bodysuit. It's mostly black and gray, but there's more color peeking out now. Yes third layer of his body suit yeah like where you know stuff that's been covered colored recolored just doesn't stop that's when you know like you know our goal is once we're complete we're complete i am leaving a portion of my 
leg open just to collect smaller pieces. But I don't think I'd do a second layer. I don't, I really don't see my collection no. being like that. It's been a few years since my back has been finished. I'd love to get with Russ and just do like a, hey, you want to look this over and resaturate anything and everything and nitpick it so I never have to get beat up like this again? That's fair. But it's not like I would be like, covering or like reworking the whole thing just like you want to just once over this i have saved touch-ups for a tattoo retire unless something like completely fell out or like is really 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 poor i try to just kind of save them because i think that once my body suit or whatever we're calling it is done and i'm not getting like big pieces anymore that's going to kind of be the the connection still Hey, rework this. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, redo, redo your tattoo. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm with you. I don't know if I want to. It was hard enough to come up with this many ideas. I don't want to do it again. All right. Ready for me to throw some footage on here, Kyle? Roll that beautiful bean footage. There we go. That's actually a pretty good intro. Yeah. Slid right in. Where was this? I know it's Texas, but San San Antonio? Dallas. Dallas, the big one. Dallas, Fort Worth. We were like tucked in between all the other like stadiums and athletic venues. I believe where we were, there was some kind of sport ball that happened in one of the other corridors. I don't know. I should probably pay attention to sport ball things because like people that's important to people sometimes. I, I almost get offended when people think I care. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh yeah, did you catch the game? What fucking game are you talking about? <laughs> Which one? There's like 13. Oh, you're talking about the other sports. I don't even know what that is. Is that is that a goal? Yeah, I don't uh yeah, my care level is pretty low for the balls of sports. There were really a lot of tattooers that working on, were working on two and three day projects at this show. Um, you know how, like they say, we came to show out. Uh, these guys all really did. Like, I mean, I know at Hell City, the awards are very prestigious. And I feel like the awards were a huge motivation to this show where I, at other shows, it's just kind of part of it. But like you could tell everybody was competing. Everybody was really pressing their skill sets, pressing like the oh, limits of what could be done. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. I mean, Kyle. I mean, Kyle. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I like the big three day pieces. Don't get me wrong, but it kind of takes away from the first two days. Because if everybody's getting three-day pieces, you don't really get the cool tattoos of the day. That's and fair. people just assume they're going to stretch it all three days instead of... And then best really of show. Pushing. I can't believe how big the best of show categories have gotten. It used to be only a few people would line up, but now like everybody hangs out all weekend and waits to enter their stuff, get it shown off, get it photographed. You know, that's another thing we don't talk about a lot with these tattoo competitions. Like, if you care about getting your work photographed and potentially getting it published, that's a really huge benefit to being in tattoo competitions. Um, Because the photographers are usually right there at the end of the stage getting a photo of everybody. And then the award winners, usually they do, like, full body shots or maybe, you know, whatever, whatever you're comfortable with. But usually they get some nice photos that are, like, publishable. So, like, if you want your work, if you want to, like 
make a splash for your artist. Competitions like this are really the the way to do it. I watch this piece evolve all day. Wait till you see how far they get with it. I think we should start doing a, a tattoo journal booth. That could be like just an addition to our little area that we have that shows a tattoo journal where you get to like get this the tattoo. photograph or this tattoo not like your whole collection so if you a lot of people have extremely sentimental tattoos. photograph it but then put the story right. next to it so this tattoo was for my great-grandfather who was on this ship and in his time he did or this is for my dead dog or this you is know for, you know what i mean that would like, be really cool for because like a lot of the landscapes and stuff that i do like as i'm talking to a person and i'm pulling the story out like sometimes we'll end up doing like oh this is a lake we went to like you were saying every summer with my grandfather and this yeah. is like the shape of the boat that he had and this was my grandmother's favorite flower and this tree was this and that and like you'll see that like yeah it looks just like a picture it looks like any other landscape that bob ross could have bob rossed away but in reality it was like a snapshot of a whole story for them like a whole um have you heard the theory that all of bob gross's paintings are mm -hmm. actually just a pathway to where he hit a body to oh i didn't hear that <laughs> i heard that it was a journey but i didn't hear yeah, to, to hide a body sergeant slaughter jeez ben no probably not um no i think just that there's a lot of uh room for opening another medium that way and allowing people to write about their own sentiment that would be really cool and it's one of those things like have you ever people like telling the story behind their tattoos also well, have you ever written something for release without the intention of it even ever me and red so to have that like space to publicly but privately say something about yeah. what something can mean or can't mean and either or let something go or yeah get your feels on the paper <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny we've got sarah sitting with us and she's this is my sister she has a large land before time piece that we're working on and basically we started at her ribs and we're working our way down to her foot it, when we finish it's going to be the story chronologically from her foot all the way up like the whole you know the major points of this the storyline if you will if we were looking at a storyboard it's basically what we're doing um but when we were talking about when we were talking about these ideas sarah wanted like the idea just kept getting bigger and bigger and in this conversation i think she was only like 16 or 17 you weren't very old but i was like is this something you're gonna watch with your kids and grandkids like if so okay but like if not do you own a vhs copy okay that's sold. you can do whatever you want yes i do have a vcr player to watch mm -hmm. <laughs> but no at first i was like oh well i'll just get a little like sarah tattoo i was like yeah okay. and i was like let's do a sleep she's like yeah that'd be cool and i keep picking out so many ideas and she's like sarah your arm's only so big i was like but i want them all <laughs> so what if we did like a half body sleep and she's like okay and she asked me that question without hesitation yep and she's like okay let's done. Do done but the land before time 
like I grew up watching it. Sarah grew up watching it, but it wasn't until I was an adult that I understood like the darker meaning behind it. Oh, there's and, a like, darker the, meaning. Oh yeah. I fly. I fly. Yeah, Peter Pan oh, type. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So hit me with it. I don't know. Hit, what's the? So what is it? Uh, is the dark Steven, side? It was Steven, Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. So it was supposed to be children who were trying to get to, you know, their happy place, their utopia, but they died and never made it. So the Great Valley is actually like heaven. That's why they never get older. Fuck off. Tell them Peter Pan. You know the Peter Pan theory, right? No. Why are you ruining things? Okay, we won't ruin things. No, we'll I want to know, but like, recap. why didn't anybody tell me this? The lost boys are children that have died. Oh. They also don't get any older. Peter Pan is actually like taking them to heaven or the land of the lost boys. So Peter and Pan is the reaper. Hook, Captain Hook is actually trying to save the children from Peter Pan. It's the reverse theory of it. Mind blown. Sorry, Ben, I thought you knew. You guys are fuckers. <laughs> well, I can't help it. I'm not the one that wrote these. I want to watch an opposite perspective, Peter Pan now. Watch Hook. Hook isn't. It's Robin Williams, but it's yeah, still. Yeah, but Hook isn't opposite perspective. It's just later date. But you could watch it with this theory in mind, kind of like the King of the Hill theory. Wait, what King of the Hill theory? With I don't know that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know that one. Oh, Peggy, um, the reason Bobby is kind of Bobby-esque and not very Hank-esque is because he's Dale's kid. Or not Dale, but... Bill. Bill's. So Bill and Peggy had a fling because, you know, Hank's narrow urethra, right? And On the count. Bobby, right? Yeah. That's why Hank's always like, oh, and he's not really... <laughs> Very Hank-like, because Hank's all super athletic, and Bobby's like... Sorry for the shaky camera work. That was a That's rough little funny. segment. No, I didn't know that one. That's why he's so obsessed. That's why Bill won't leave the neighborhood. That's why every time Hank does something, Bill's like, I got you, Peggy. And then, you know, uh-huh. 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 Done a lot of not talking about the expo, but... Sorry. This footage is really good. I'm kind of proud of my proud camera of work this time. I'm trying to be more like considerate and less shaky. It's a little choppy streaming through Zoom. It looks but, good though. Yeah, before uh, before we went live, I was telling Kyle that on the Tattoo Weekly, we'll be playing around with some different streaming software. So, um, in the very near future, we are going to we're going to have a like a little upgrade in show quality. So I can't wait to share those new changes with you guys we'll talk about that a little bit later on though look at all these pieces a lot of big work happening look at this sternum piece so fun not even moving she's doing so good it's 2006 <laughs> you're seeing an easy rider right how many tattoos were larger than a softball then not very many. It was like rare if you saw somebody that had a back piece. And if they had a back piece, it came up like six inches above their belt line and was like a rectangle. Squared it didn't in. touch any of their ribs. Well, well more of like it, we, we're looking at these humongous pieces getting done at a convention where like 
2006, you go to a convention, you left with a, a, piece. a half dollar yeah. size something, and we're, we're pumped. Like, it's just crazy to think how much the game's changed in 20 years. God, I sound fucking old. <laughs> Look at this beautiful flame that she was making. I had to get in close on it. There's a lot of wonderful black and gray work, but there was a, some amazing neo trad going on. I just love watching other people tattoo. Do you still enjoy watching people get tattooed, Ben? I love it. You like watching it happen mm -hmm. even when it's not you. Do you still like watching people get tattooed or are you kind of over it? No, I like it. Yeah. I still love watching people get tattooed. This one, I think, might have, this might have been one of the best of show. It's either best of day or best of show. This one definitely won awards, though. Turned out beautiful. Fun. What? Why didn't you bring me back tie-dye, bro? I didn't know you felt that way about tie-dye. I thought we were friends. Next time, I'll bring you back tie-dye. You're going to get tie-dye. <laughs> bring it in a size 5T. <laughs> perfect <laughs> deal pink heavy on the pinks and purples she loves the tie dye 1996 tattoo is that the year that these people were born you know it might have been that i know youngin's born in that year he's got gray in his beard he ain't that baby now that's true 96 that's true. i mean that's not when were you born 91 96. <laughs> Kyle, what Babies, year were you born? Like I said. 99. 99, 96. Kyle, okay. you were born the year I started high school. I'm used to being the youngest one. Well, Kyle's a baby that doesn't really count. Yeah, baby. Just out of breaches. Hmm, if they weren't tucked back in a corner, it's almost like you can see what they were doing. She's doing eyebrows. I just I got the banner. She's doing attitude glares. <laughs> what she's doing? No, the I don't think these two girls were particularly hiding. It just kind of depends on what they were working on. I was thinking about getting lip blush. Darkened me down a little bit. I like that shirt. Mm -hmm. Is this just like your own personal commitment, or just to like to the world, like stop getting shitty tattoos? Yeah. I mean, either way, but like. Friends don't let friends. <laughs> yeah, we've got, you know, chain tattoo studios here in town that uh, I I wouldn't send an enemy to that get all kinds of love. I don't understand it. Well, you know. Everybody starts somewhere. I everybody guess. does start somewhere. And, you know, as long as as long as the client has a great experience enjoyed their experience and they're proud of their tattoo that artist covered all the bases yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say that 98 percent of the time none of those things happen but i hear you i'm just trying to be devil's advocate ben and shooting i mean me down shooting me down there's there are uh time there are wizards in every station by two people on two different body parts like that i had two people work on my leg i've had two people work on my chest i don't know if i can do a calf and an upper arm I'm oh, look at the Amanita. I uh, 
I still kind of want to get the anesthesia tattoos. Be like, you want to do that? You want to put your heart through that? Fuck. I saw yes. some of the grams. This I believe it was made tight. It through 2005. He can got, make it through some anesthesia. Got his back done? You good. Knock me the fuck out. Wake up, tatted. Would you would you be put under to get tattooed? You know. If I had multiple people working on me, I think I would go for it. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. Line them up. I don't think I'd want to put my heart through that. Especially I don't the think way I want it. like my chest and stomach done. I'm just saying. I think I've done heart conditioning my whole life, right? You know what I mean? Heart conditioning? Yeah, I've put it through some abuse to make sure it's strong. Here so you Anesthesia is like the least of its troubles. And it's like, bring it the fuck on. There's Nico. We hung out with him a little bit in Pittsburgh. It's where, I mean, I've kind of been following his work, but I got to know him a little bit, you know, as a character in Pittsburgh. He's cool. I like talking to him. <laughs> He's incredibly just, you know, chill. I love when I meet new artists and they're just like, oh, I'm just a chill guy. Good. Way to be chill. Way to be rad and chill all at the same time. I'm not going to say I don't understand the clout, but like sometimes I don't understand the clout. I, mean, I get tattooers of the rock stars of the rock stars, but like I don't feel like it. I feel like sometimes nerds. It's like the most glorified nerds, and if we just own up to the fact that we're just nerds, to spend a lot of time being weird and by ourselves when we were little, well, takes oh. the need to like peacock and takes it all out. And it's like, oh no, I. Oh, beautiful tattoo work. I see all of those tricks that you figured out, nerd. nerd. <laughs> like that's immediately right, where my mind right. goes. Like but out of the Is that deep down why I'm not good at art? Is that eventually I'm like, this makes me a nerd. Maybe. Was my my coo level so high? Coo. But I just can't allow it. You're not coo or too coo. Too cool to art. more that my focus only lasts 48 seconds but yeah 48 seconds mm -hmm. i mean even the hobbies i've had forever i'm still not great at like my focus level pretty low there were only a few vendors there that weren't like necessarily tattoo related, but they were rad. There was the hot sauce guy that like dances and like smooth talks you into buying hot sauce. It's great. Sounds it was, dangerous. It was right across from where we posted up stations. Was the sauce at least good? Huh? Was the sauce at least good? Yeah, mango habanero. Did you bring me home any? Well, here's what had happened. What the fuck? We were yeah. going to bring it back. Mm. And then me being a light packer, I'm like, I just have my backpack and I'm not checking anything. And then Lauren was like, you know, if I don't check my bag, that'll save us time because we had a connecting flight. So you just ate it all? No, we gave it to our Uber driver. Aww. So, so the Uber driver is more important than me. That's what I heard. It's cool, though. That's what I just heard. Look, she rolls up. Fuck you, she rolls up to take us to the airport, which is like half hour from Alonzo's shop. So, you know, it's a little bit of a ride. 
but not that big of a deal with air conditioning and things like that. However, said Ford Focus that rolled up to pick us up did not have air conditioning. As soon as we opened the doors, the first thing she said, she greeted us warmly and she was like, hey y'all, I don't got no air conditioner. If you want to call another Uber, that's all right with me. I totally understand. And we're like, we don't really have time to call and wait for another Uber. It'll be She's okay. She's on that. Well. <laughs> that's why she showed up three minutes late. And she was proud. She was. Silly. She was proud. Um, but like probably the raddest Uber ride I've had other than just like sweating profusely the whole way. <laughs> it was the best conversation. She was entertaining. Her music taste was all over the place. She kept saying, my daughter got a hold of my playlist. We're like, mm-hmm. But anyways. My Uber driver, when I was stuck in North Carolina, got me high as fuck. No, this was... <laughs> She honestly probably she actually she probably would if I would have still had my dreadlocks and right. pulled that out on a for sure well, probably would have. To be fair, this particular individual did not represent the great company of Uber. These were independent shuttles. This lady but was my great. shuttle independent driver of their own vehicle got me blasted. She was a black lady, <laughs> but she was singing along to like my chemical romance. She Love. was listening to like early two thousands emo and those were the songs where she's like my daughter put these on my playlist and i'm like i can't help that's but notice why you know, know every word James <laughs> out with her kid a lot yeah i mean oh that's sick so i showed this earlier this really was a beautiful piece that i watched evolve all weekend uh later on we'll see him working on the chest as well that sounds like torture I mean, it looks beautiful. This guy was sitting very calmly and chill the whole time. Pretty impressive. With all the new technologies and updated equipment and stuff, like the 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 tattoos are getting less and less painful and more and more precise. It's should have waited. If only I would have waited until my forties to start getting tattooed. The availability of awesomeness. All right, Fawn. Let's find a laser place. Let's start over. Just oh, me, not you. You're good. I like my stuff. I like I like ninety nine point eight percent of my stuff. So, well, that's not starting all over then. Well, just because I like it doesn't mean I wouldn't put something cooler over top of it. Oh. It's lived its life. It's lived its life. I've got twenty plus year old tattoos. It's cool. We can. That's fair, I suppose. Look at these doggos. I was like, are they real service dogs? He was like, yeah. I was like, all right, I won't ask to pet them. But they were baby dolls. They were so well behaved. They just sat there and chilled the whole weekend. Well, that's because they were real service dogs. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. If you're one of those fucks that just slaps a service dog sticker on your dog's vest and just so you can take your dog everywhere, you're kind of a piece of shit ruining it for everybody. You're throwing it out there. You know how awesome my dog is in a small group <laughs> like, or on like uh, one one. She is incredibly great. But if I were to put like a service dog thing on her, she would be overwhelmed by the crowd and she would not be happy. Like mm -hmm. she is a happy go lucky dog. But if you ever have the opportunity, like if we're at a park and there's too many people that are strangers, she just like sad dogs yep. and loses her shine. Like I'm just saying, if you're in the local hardware store and your service dog is getting in a fight with somebody else's service dog, 
they're not service dogs. Get the fuck out of the hardware store. That's fair. Like, that's my only point. I shouldn't have to defend myself at home dip it. Home dip it. Ooh. Oh, I'm making the line. We get some good shots of what's going in here later. This back piece was wonderful. The way it's all coming together. Scream. Oh, it's all different oh, horror characters. Scream, Chucky, Freddy, Jason. 3D printer. These things sold like stinking hotcakes. Oh, I'm sure. You know how a little bit ago I said there weren't that many things that weren't tattoo related. The things that weren't tattoo related were like this or fudge or like uh, snacks. Lily has a bunch of the. I'd love to see more fudge and snacks at tattoo shows. Like, give me that snacks. good homemade sugar while snacks. I'm getting work done. Yeah, yeah, comfort food, comfort snacks. I, I don't understand why there's not more food vendors. So this place had a concession stand, like, you know, because yeah. it was one of the sport ball venues. Um, and I have to be honest, everything there was like modestly priced. But I'm going to say the nachos, I think, were 12 bucks, which is good for a place like that. Mm -hmm. food. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah a like a wrap, I think, was 10 or That's 8. Not bad. Not bad. Um, but it was delightfully mediocre. Like I expected it to be bad, and it was like, oh, I would order this on purpose. Yeah, not bad at yeah. all. Um, so it was kind of nice that there were good food choices right there. They did have pop, water. I they did have alcohol, but everything. I don't know about the alcohol, but the pop and all of that was like reasonably priced. Oh yeah. Um, kind of nice to see that because sometimes the concessions or like you'll see like a hotel for instance won't allow concessions in right. and it has to be their food and it's so They're expensive like, Here, give me five dollars for a bottle of water they won't have any vegetarian options and they're like oh nobody's complained that we don't have vegetarian options it's like right because they just walk away they're not gonna like sit and argue they're just gonna leave they now need to leave to go get food and have less time so yeah what's the point of the argument yeah. We're also used to it. I believe at Hell City, the last the last year we were in Phoenix, where like the hotel was kind of like not the best to us, and like their attitude did change by the end of the weekend. But I kept pointing out that we needed vegetarian options because I heard people complaining, and I was oh, yeah. like, "There's no vegetarian option." Mm -hmm. But all the kitchen staff was like, "Nobody's complained to us." So then I started like climbing up the ladder, and then the next day there were vegetarian options. Like sure. it was like on the sign, like ask for vegetarian options. I was like, "Perfect, that's all we need." Um, and you know we did find out that that was the hack to get fresh food was we would ask for a cheese pizza because they only brought out meat pizzas so if you asked for a cheese pizza they would go and make you one and then bring it to you so you weren't you're eating welcome, hot pots pizzas thanks you're welcome thanks thanks i use that a lot <laughs> a lot because there's no i mean like when you're working you don't have any other dining options we don't get to leave we don't get to there's no one bringing us a sandwich. We're in another state. Everybody we know is in this fucking room. Yeah. So, like, our options are what are right there. And when I remember a few years back, they had hamburgers that were just raw. Barely. And it was just kind of like, hey, y'all, nah. <laughs> yep. So, they actually had very decent food. Um, the chicken Caesar wraps, everybody that had those was great. I'm a nacho girl. I feel like even bad nachos are good. So that's always a safe for me. Sounds right. I never met a nacho I disliked. Why? 
Oh. See what you want to like creep in there a little bit. This is why we say don't set up with your back to us. Like give us a little bit of a window in because like look, I get to share this. We get to see look at what that you're doing. Hand. Ugh. I love watching people get tattooed. When you get this close up and you could just concentrate on like the actual process. <sighs> love it. I'm gonna make that before long. Uh, this was a, another three-day piece here. Man, that's just so much commitment. I don't I mean, think my body doesn't want that much tattoo in three days. Like, I'm telling you, we break that six, eight-hour mark, and I, I'm done. I don't know. And you want to do this tomorrow? Fuck all the way off. Y'all are the real heroes. I'm going to throw it out there. Real heroes. Here we go. Remember, that was the, the piece earlier that I was like, wait till you see how this has evolved. It cruised through that piece. Wow. It looks super seepy and weepy, but it's just ointment sitting on top of the what was tattooed the day before. So... Where it looks kind of bubbly my, my and gabby, it's not. It's kind of like an optical illusion. To this like poor raw brother. Like, oh, he will lay there like a piece of meat. Like the day dead. after that, he is schnitzel. <laughs> Ain't nothing you can do but be schnitzel. Chopped up, beat up, pressed on. No, no. I mean, after a few hours, I shall fall like you're grinding my meat. Right. I'm not grinding your meat. Yes, you are. <laughs> or, I don't like it anymore. After a few hours. So, yeah, pops to them. Yep, yep, yep. Man, oh man. Seems like a stack house, too. I'm seeing all kinds of names here. Uh, I saw James Hall. He was in the booth with Zach Singer. Okay. Uh, I, you know, you recognize Zach from across the room. And then I'm like watching Zach work and I look over and James like, oh, hey, buddy, what are you doing here? I'm like, thanks for meeting you here. Up all, up in here didn't you? oh, this poor guy. He was hurting by day three. Oh, fuck that. Uh, not his googly eyes. That's actually really cute. But the three day Polynesian. Yes. Is that sexy brain alien? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like the ones the government said were real just the other day, and nobody seems to care about. Uh, Jordan seems pretty excited about that. The <laughs> <laughs> come on, if there was one person that you knew would be like, oh. and let me tell you everything. Um, it would be Jordan. So, like, yeah, yeah. Government officially released that aliens are real the other day. They had contact for years. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Official. Official as fuck. No, we're not making it up. There's like hearings and stuff going on about it and who's whistleblowers and who's not and how much trouble they're in for being whistleblowers and laws are going to change about whistleblowing and yada yada. So hearing about three days, we're going to find out that that was all about some cover up because somebody was fucking a kid somewhere that we didn't know about. Exactly. And that we're just trying to say, is there a picture that happened if there's not a picture? <laughs> like a legit well, picture. There's lots of pictures. From the government. Of aliens? They're redacted. Oh, that's right. They're redacted. Well, Black electrical tape through the middle of the photo. Redactors. Would be like perfect photo, aerial landscape, X with, in the middle. They're, they're from a different dimension, and our film can't capture them. 
Fake news network. No, for real. Fake news. <gasps> Just like that taxidermy. I need that in my life. Fawn, hear me what? out. Listen, all the words. If you ever find a posable taxidermied raccoon, the price does not matter. Posable? Like it's got to be tattooed or taxidermied over top of like a baby doll? Like wire, like wire based, yes. Why has it got to be a posable one? If you one? ever find a posable taxidermy, just, you know, some things are best it, at the reveal. Up on a shelf. No, no, but there will be a rodeo. Like the raccoon of doom. There will be a rodeo. <laughs> Anyway, um, just saying, in the travels, I don't care what that tag says. We'll refinance things. Posable record. If it has a cowboy hat that fits it, even better. Just saying. Challenge to all of you. <laughs> Look at him wrapping his bottle with a 9,000 foot uh, saran wrap. Let's well, you know. Get it done. Yeah, look at this thing. Yeah, you know how crisp and smooth and black that black is. And then all the textures. This is a great example of just tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. But even if you're not into like weird bio-y black work, like you've got to appreciate how well some of these are done. Like that's one of the things I love about a show like this, where it really is about the, you know, the 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 quality of the work. You get a thousand different examples over the weekend all in different styles but they're all like a game oh this is a sacred ink uh i've been using a set that he gave me man at one of the shows i was at with dirt chicago i think we were there for true tubes and he gave me a set of 24 25 colors and i've been loving it like some of them are kind of thick like pudding but they do go in nicely I'm pretty impressed. Whoa, look at that. Little pedal car airplane. That's rad. You know, That's just a, a random Lambo. Oh, is it a Lambo? Uh, maybe it's a Ferrari. I can't remember. You're a sports right. car I will never be able to drive. Might as well be a unicorn. I drove a Ferrari six feet. Six feet, huh? Six feet. You drive it down a ramp? Or? Um, I pulled it in someone's garage. Nice. Nice. Um, this particular individual I probably shouldn't mention on air, but makes more money than this building in an hour. Um, and, and Needed like, a roof? No, this is way back in the day. And it was one of those like, ah, oh, is that my tip? And he was like, no, but you can pull it in. He was like, if you can start it, you can pull it in. Oh. Is what he said. Oh. When I get that challenge, oh, I'm like, thankful that I know how to drive a stick and I can drive like a nice, tight, sporty clutch. Well, this was before push starts were really a thing. And most people didn't understand oh there's no king my cousin's husband uh may have encouraged me to drive his roush mustang yep. and uh yep. was pretty impressed that i could drive it and i was like well this kind of means this i just part of being get one of these for me. yeah 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 this feels too comfortable um i didn't have an automatic vehicle until i was in my mid-20s all my first cars were six. Did you drive dirt bike or anything when you were a kid? Duh. I feel like starting driving a dirt bike, riding a dirt bike when I was so little, I think it made it just innate when I learned how to drive a clutch. Reverse was always tricky for me, but that's just because I didn't really trust the distance behind me and I'd hesitate. 
Reverse is the only one that stalled me when I was learning how to drive. You ever get in a six speed and reverses to the left to first? Fucks you up. Uh, it's been years <laughs> since I've driven a stick. And like, if I have to stop abruptly, I still hit the invisible clutch. I don't know if you know this. Like, my van definitely has an invisible clutch. Red Caddy definitely had an invisible clutch. Yeah. Tiny car, invisible clutch. Yeah. They had paddle shifters though, so invisible clutch with paddle shifters was like magic. It was like a video game. Anyway, tattoos. <laughs> I do love. I I feel like I slowed way down taking footage this time, and I feel like that was the way to go. Once we I get on this concur. other streaming, it won't be quite so choppy because on the camera, this is super smooth and 4K. Kelly Gromley. He's somebody I followed like as long as I've been tattooing. Crazy googly oh, eyes. Anglefish. We is saw that this. What this is? Yeah. This I was just, the first one yeah. that Kyle showed. Yeah. Nice. Makes sense. Stencil? Fuck that stencil. I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah. I mean that's you know, you have the freedom when it's your design change make improvements flow we decided to go a little bit more spiky and a little less round how graceful each little line is though i always say like there's no such thing as a straight line in any tattoo but the goal is to make it graceful to like just pull there's the no line with grace and confidence parts. right as long as you pull it with grace it'll flow into and out of you know, if you have that instead of perfect on the tip of your brain while you're making each line, if you have the thought of graceful and it, it just like slows everything in your body down. And like when you think grace, you just naturally move differently than when you're like straight, 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 straight. Right, make right, mistake, right. Big mistake. Be graceful. Go with the flow. You'd be proud of me. I took one of the uh, true tattoo rotary pens. What'd you make? And was shading in one of the snail pictures that I have. And it's actually pretty baller. Then I was like, I knew the day would come where you were going to be like, whips are all lining up. Look at this. Whips are all lining up. Some of the dots are all in a row. And I was like, huh. I knew the day would come. Did you look at that? It made me smile. I figured you'd laugh. I thought she had a, never mind. Kind words, Ben. Kind words. Ben. Look at what Max was working on. Yeah, I saw that earlier. You showed it. Nailed it. He did so good. It looked like this thing was printed by a computer by the time he was done. Tiny little marks fading into not so tiny little marks. So what are that? What is that symbol called? It's just a spalding or a starburst. Spalding. But okay. it morphs into these little squares. So kind of cool. So I was trying to describe that shape to somebody at one point because I wanted that as a tattoo. That's what I yeah. would call it. And it took a lot of words that I didn't understand. Um, that sign is great. 
this guy was rad. I would definitely hang out with him and talk to him some more. He but notice the way forehead. he was set up, just like encouraging his... people on, to talk to on. him. You grade over the fact that he has spikes in his But if you look back at his banner, it has tentacles. So, I'm not mad like, at it, but you can't just like. And look, he's tattooing an alien. This is, this is Jam, obviously. Me and this fly. This we're a group of. I'm sorry, Rat. I forgot you were there. I didn't mean to scare you, buddy. I was trying to trying to get the fly off my foot. Graceful lines. I'd let that happen. You're gonna tattoo an alien on me. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have like an alien like creeping in on your camper. Oh, in the tractor beam. Maybe. You can throw a little UFO up in the sky, a little beacon. Oh, I thought you were talking about armpit. Oh, no, I was talking about your legs. Oh, yeah, we can do that too. <laughs> um, but we're going to do a spaceship in my armpit. We'll put a little alien in it. I did on a, uh, one of my clients, Cameron. I have uh, in, in his sleeve, there's this like background detail of a flying saucer with like the tractor beam coming down and a taco truck going up taco 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 everybody needs a taco truck being abducted by laser beams i have a taco truck mm. a taco truck tattoo no in real Fair. life i have oh. a taco truck a truck is the taco truck the taco truck Right, it's taco, taco, ma. ma, taco, taco, taco trail. I was afraid I didn't get enough footage for us. I think you did an amazing job at this convention, Pond. Quality is way up. You know, footage is way up. Lots of names. Responsibilities other than walking around and grabbing footage every so it's, often. It's kind of cool just to go to a convention every now and then, isn't it? I, I love going to conventions just as a spectator. Like, I love working and helping with Hell City. I love helping in the True Troops booth. But there's always this, like, my phone's in my pocket. And there might be somebody asking a weird question. I got to get it back. And I got to get back to the booth any minute. Uh just could have to like need a break or eat or any of the above um but it's nice when i'm not tattooing i don't have to worry about any sales or helping babysit like it's nice to just observe as a spectator remember that one time we were all pumped about going to the show and um we were like oh yeah we don't have to work we're just gonna hang out and have fun and ended up with a double booth Oh, are you talking about uh, the Rubber City Expo last year? Oh, was that what it was? That was what it was. And isn't that next weekend? Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Hmm. Good at this. It's called a Segway, Sarah. Segway. Segway, not the fucking people mover. Conversationally. Segway. Um, so are we going to Rubber City? Um, I don't know. Are you planning on going? That's why I'm asking you, Vaughn. Are we going to River City? Let's work these plans out off air because I'm not 100% sure. I do have tattoo appointments this weekend. Um, mm -hmm. if, if we do go. Yeah. If, if we go. We go. Can we please go to the place across the street from it that serves the espresso on top of the vanilla ice cream? 
How did I miss that? Are you fist fucking me? That was the best part of Akron last year. Oh, directly across the street from the main entrance uh -huh. where the parking garage is. Uh -huh. Parking garage, strip of businesses. First business on the corner. Amazing little bakery. Fucking delicious. I missed it. Everything they had. The, did you have the Italian food? Nine out of ten. I didn't have any Italian. The Italian place was awesome. Pumped so I on that. experience so that. So I'm leaving and everybody's ordering coffee. And I'm like, ooh. And she's like, hey, you ever had it like this? And this wonderful human being puts a baby little vanilla scoop of ice cream inside of, we'll call it just larger than a Dixie cup. Like the smallest of small of cups that you could have. And then puts a hot shot of espresso over it. And it made this foamy, delicious, treat, vanilla-y, cool down of a drink that made my inside parts happy. Wow. Joy. I missed that. Joy. I, I missed that. If um, we go, before we go to said convention, and are all spaced out, forget. Can we stop at the coffee place? I, sure. I, who am I to please, kill your I'll joy? I'll buy you some coffee. You want coffee? I'll buy you coffee. Your joy. Thanks, Vaughn. That's all a guy can ask for. That's all a guy can ask for. Yeah, Akron was great last week or last year. It was. Um, we did some fall. Todd was hanging out. Jay was hanging out with us. We had a crew. Adam, Lauren, Jess, Cal. Yeah. Did you yeah. come up to Akron? Yeah. We were up at Akron, yeah. That was one of the first shows I went with Kyle too. We went waterfall chasing after. Yeah, you guys got to see my favorite stuff. spot. So I'm like, eh, hawking. <laughs> there was a ton of reinventing people there. There was, yeah, that was a good show last year. Uh, The Tattoo Machine Olympics. Oh, that was so fucking cool. I'm going to throw it out there. I'd watch that again. You'd watch it again? I'd watch it again. I am pretty sure that's going to be going on again. Uh, yeah. Akron. I'm a big fan. Then it's like just far enough for it to be a commitment, but not so far that it's like a day ruiner. Yeah, we could go for a few hours. We yeah. have to all day it. Hard in for that thing. Mm -hmm. That and OG Denny Michaels. He's, you know, been on our show talking about tattoo value and valuing the artists and mm -hmm. their expertise and things like that. He is uh, got a booth there with nice. her. Nice. And I would love to pinch his beautiful face. <laughs> I'd pay the entry fee just to squeeze that human. I miss him. Just to squeeze the human, huh? That particular human, not just like any rando. Oh, nice, Kyle. You're on it. This would be cool if these were all actual playing cards like what Chris did for the Indie Expo. I do believe they may have shared this idea. I love it. A great lineup he's got even more I big names than he had last year i hear you nappy poo mm. you took two of the edibles that's why yeah they sneaky like that the edibles? Like, yeah she was like can i have both these i'm like you can do whatever you want <laughs> and now she's like why am i asleep 
So we've got a friend that makes the same kind of candies and they are much, they're like five milligrams a piece. So they're intended to just pop one every half hour. Oh, they're I, not intended. I was, I was like, very, like, very specific you. with the they doses. Yes. Very like word for word. I was like, no, he kind of played it a little bit more casual. Though. I was like, should I eat both these? He's like, you can eat however many you want. But I started with, do you want a 25 mil hard candy? And he went, oh. I don't really eat like that. So I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if 25 is a lot. So you blame me for your inexperience, I hear. Yes. Let's glow. That was funny. All right. Well, so what else you got things- for me, phone? Um, we could show off a little bit of my work because I did a couple of pieces that I started recently that I'm super proud of. Neither one is complete, but if Kyle wanted to bring up those two pieces from our Instagram, and well, we're showing those crazy things off. There are these crazy wigwags that I took from glass art, mm-hmm. kind of like polarized and manipulated the photos. So they look pretty crazy. You're the one that taught me what wigwags are. This is on our buddy Devin. Rich Cook is going to be adding his part of the collaboration Sunday. We're going to combine our two elements in the middle, and then we're going to be like rotating back and forth, coloring the whole thing. So it squeeze the human for me. I miss that guy. You know, it was awesome to hang out with Rich. He is doing wonderfully. I'm super excited to share. So I like Devin too. He's an okay guy. Yep. They're all right. Both of them. Okay ish. Um, and then I started another piece just so happened the very next day. I didn't even mean to schedule them back and back, back to back, but this is on Joe. So this goes from like Alex oh. Gray art with some of my stuff on top, sacred geometry, and then into a wigwag. Um, his wife came while I was working on him and she's like, it's crazy. It looks like a portal. And we both just like looked at each other and we're like, yep. Yeah mission accomplished so i only got a little bit of the like color inside the wigwag started but i'm just really excited about this because i want to incorporate this kind of craziness and a lot of my new work just because like i don't know anybody else doing it and i really really enjoy myself and i like it's like meditative to like imagine first of all the artists that built this wigwag out of glass and then to sit there and just focus on the flow and the repetitive nature of it i just love it so, I anybody like wanting some crazy wigwag trippy stuff? I do. I'm your kid. Do you want to put a wigwag portal on my ankle down here? Sure. Absolutely. Let's do it. Like hard it. Okay. Okay. We just got to pick out a wigwag and run it. You pick out Um. Let's see. I think we touched on everything I wanted to talk about. We did not jump into summer tattoo care or our what? thoughts on tribal tattoos. It's going to be summer next, next week? week. Still summer? Yeah, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, we could jump into the summer tattoo care. I'm just saying. Cover it. I've already seen some, the fuck you doing over there? And I'd like to maybe touch on some of that. Fair. Fair. Other than that, Um, we've had a rather productive show. Yeah. So one of the things in the background that's been going on, I may or may not have gotten roped into co-hosting Tattoo Weekly on Mondays. What? So Tattoo Weekly has been on a little bit of a hiatus because the whole show is getting a facelift and a rebuild and it's going to be much more like a legitimate news kind of show. It'll be segmented. It's going to have a ticker stolen at the bottom. It's going to 
be pretty stinking Stepping clean. it up. Yeah, the last few weeks we've been meeting and um, just kind of going over some of the new Is this a, every Monday you're going to be doing that? Or yeah, just every Mondays at 11 Eastern. Um, but once we kind of have that launched and the kinks worked out, I'm going to basically kind of we use that as a template. <laughs> and uh, well, I just want to approach it like a brother and sister shows. You know what I mean? We're talking about a lot of the same things. However, ours is much more laid back and casual. But our shows intended to be digested long form by people sitting and getting tattooed right. or people preparing to get tattooed, where the Tattoo Weekly is intended for tattooers that want right. to stay up to date on current events. We're going to be talking about Mokra every week. What? Mocha, it has to do with the combining of the tattoo industry and the cosmetic industry under the FDA's uh, classification. So what you're saying is to tune in and listen and learn? Yeah, you're going to be getting at least a handful of minutes every week about what's going on with Mocha and what's going on in different states. So if you're a tattooer, those are things that are really important to keep up to date on. And it's like an hour a week that you can listen to while you're getting ready, drawing, whatever. And it's going to keep you up to date on tattoo events going on all over the world it's going to keep you up to date on new laws and standards it's going to have you know scientists that are working with uh like the apt who is the association of professional tattooers so they're kind of like preparing to work with the fda so if you want to be like in the loop it's going to be like the most informative hour of the week. And then what if you want to like absorb it a little more casually, you're going to have our show for that. So it'll basically Roll be a lot of the, our show. Yeah, it'll be a lot of the same, um, the same things covered, but we're going to have a lot more knowledge for collectors and just the whole community who's into art and, you know, preserving and protecting our community because there's like if we're talking about the Mokra stuff, there's more to it than just artists, you know. If every artist, let's say, how many tattoo artists do you think there are in the United States? Let's just say 100,000, just because. Light number, yeah. Yeah, let's just say that many. Let's just, for a light number, say each one of those has 100 clients. That's a lot of people. That's, a million, that's over a million people. That's a lot. That's a million, 100,000 people right there. So when it comes to collecting data and things like that, which we're going to need to do, it'll be really cool for collectors to be able to be involved and participate in surveys and just know they even exist so that they can share their experiences of how well self-regulated our industry already is. Because so we can prove that we're pretty well self-regulated, a lot of things aren't going to change. So that's right. where these, these things are kind of important. So anyways, long story short, we tattoo weekly on Mondays. And then we'll kind of be a sister show to that, bringing you the same stuff that we already do. But, you know, our way. Rabbit holes, our chasing way. bunnies. Heavily medicated. No. <laughs> uh, I let this go out. What the fuck? I got fuck to talking. On. I got to talking about other talk projects. On our show. <sighs> I let us down. No, that is never, down. never true. So next week, we're going to be talking about. Summer tattoo care, sunblocks, what to do, what not to do, how to care for fresh tattoos, how to care for healed tattoos, how to preserve tattoos, all the things. Bam, bam, bam. Um, and then we'll also be sharing thoughts on tribal tattoos. Sounds like a winner. Ben wants to start a movement. I do. 
we'll get there. I'll we'll let get you know. there. Um, That's called suspense. I'll teach you how to build that. Kyle, anything you can think of that we should mention before we sign off? No? Well, I guess. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, Maddie is busy tattooing, but thanks for joining us. Kind of makes conversation go super easy. Maddie's on board. Um, Maddie's one of those people that you can have any conversation at any point of the day, and she is pumped to do it. Yeah. Thanks to Sarah for joining us. Good job, Actually, Sarah. It's not game to be on camera, so this Yay. is a big step. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks, everybody, for uh, helping make this possible. Kyle, thanks for running things on the back end. And we will see you all next week. Hasta luego.